Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and we'll talk about something, a few things today. I want to start with some actually really good news. Um, is Trump is f visiting Palestine, East Palestine there in Ohio for, you know, after that train derailment and everything else. This is a really what a president should be doing at this time. We have that resident that can't walk upstairs again. We'll get to that. But uh, Trump is setting the example of where you need to put your focus. What are we wanting to do? If you go through the Bible, you'll read different things. And you'll, you'll see that, you know, in there they do talk about a high tide raises all ships, right? And what that is supposed to mean is that when we're together right and we're achieving at the greatest maximum we can raise everybody up together instead what we're doing from this resident and the stolen election and everything else is we're trying to lower everything and destroy everything and they're trying to rule above the rubble everyone has misery everyone has misery and we're going to try to be above that and just have peasants and that follow our rule and that's not how trump is acting not everything i like that trump's done with the push in the vaccine and everything else i fully admit that up front and i don't expect anyone to agree with everyone 100 percent. we can have different takes on things and that's where you get iron sharpening iron right but the example he's setting of saying hey we're going to take care of or just how he's presenting himself here is we're in East Palestine. We want to take care of America first. Let's get our house in order. By the way, it's nowhere near in order enough of where it needs to be. It isn't. We need to go through and just execute on things and get this country running, you know, as an efficient machine. We have train tracks that uh, keep having issues. We have this huge spill that then was burned off. And now the... Um, Somebody in government, I was reading it, is that they're going to charge the railway to clean it up. Okay, fine. and Or the EPA. And if the EPA does anything, they're going to go back. We need to really get rid of the EPA. We need to get rid of these government programs. They are not supposed to be there. Now, the company doing this needs to be held accountable and be able to do this. But the last time I recall, the government was in the train's business forcing them to continue on doing things this is not how a free market is supposed to go right we we're nowhere near a free market at this point or a capitalist system right we are in this private public partnership this democracy of sorts and if you want to say well we're democracy we're not and uh, you're wrong <laughs> we are a constitutional republic we are founded on the constitution but Trump's example here is what needs to be happening and was what the example needs to be going forward is we need to elect presidents that be able to do this. There's a reason why we don't have an America first president, right? It was a stolen election. So we have to go back on trying to figure this out and we're handcuffed, right? We are handcuffed at being able to do this because the stolen election people are the ones that get to be in power and run elections, right? 
And so there's a lot of work ahead of us. And one thing I harp back to is how we're going to fix this, right? It's not logical, right? There's nothing logical on how to fix this because we don't have the capacity to do that, right? People do not want to correct it that are in there because they got there because of the corruption. The only one that's able to do this is God at this point. And we have to come in agreement with what the Lord has called us to do to be able to work what he has planned to be able to correct this. That's the only thing that's going to happen throughout all of this is that he, that God alone is going to be able to correct this. And that's, that's the amazing part of this. Can't wait to what God has in store, but it's going to be fun to be a part of. And I think that's one thing that we have to do is be a part of it. We can't just be on the sidelines. We have to be a part of it. Here in Wisconsin, we just had an election um, primary for the Supreme Court. Very, very hard-fought battle. It will be who has the majority in the Supreme Court, either a baby killer on one side and somebody that helped end the COVID madness here in Wisconsin because of government, the governor's illegal actions and Dan, Daniel Kelly. I hope that we can get Daniel Kelly across the thing. I hear Scott Presser is going to be coming to Wisconsin, and I hope that he can help work his magic here in Wisconsin on registering voters and everything else to keep that majority. What Wisconsin here needs to do is start progressing in the right direction. We have to clean up our mess. We have, you know, the Assembly and the Senate here, but the governorship needs to be cleaned up. Tony Evers needs to be able to um, lose in the next election cycle, whatever happens there, whatever it needs to be. I, I, I have not gotten involved in the Republican Party. I think that there is many things that need to do. I have a friend that is is in the Republican Party that keeps telling me to get involved. Maybe this is something I need to do. And, I, I have mixed feelings on it because the Republican Party has so disenfranchised the American voters for the past years, and they do not stand by and stand in values, right? They're, if you look at a federal level, they're part of the problem, and so much of the time is, I can't do something about it if you call elected officials. I, it is the way it is. And it's hard to get behind or want to be a part of something where people do not want to have initiative or be able to do it. Now, if I'm coming in there, I want to be able to do something about it, right? We are going to change things and we're going to be the brick being thrown through a window to be able to something be corrected. You know, God's called me to do different things throughout my life. And, you know, one is actually, are you going to sit on your butt or are you actually going to start a podcast? I said, what if it doesn't take off? He goes, I don't care if it's not taking off. I'm training you for something. I don't know what it is, but being able to talk into a mic and be able to go on for 30 minutes or however long it is, is I guess is a talent I'm going to be able to do. I, I have done other things to be it. I wasn't a huge public speaker. I, I could talk to friends and family. It wasn't but it wasn't able to be something of, hey, let's talk about something, put your ideas out there, and you're going to have to back up your ideas. It's uh, it's something, you know, very kind of crucial. There's a, you guys might be able to hear it, there's a train coming <laughs> uh, here. I live very close to train tracks. Bless, 
God bless us here that we've been safe. There's been no derailments here. They do seem, the tracks that run by my house, very close. They seem to be able to do a really good job around here. They're, they're on the tracks, gosh, weekly, um, checking it out. So they do, they seem to do a pretty good job. And I appreciate that. But that's something that you should be able to do, be able to upkeep. You know, I've dabbled in businesses and everything else, and you try to take care of things. And that's one thing I just don't get all the time. But if you guys have any ideas or whatever else, if you're in Wisconsin here um, as well, let's get ready for this election. Reach out to me. You, I have my uh, email that you can get. They can reach me at, and hopefully in the descriptions of these podcasts, um, or I guess it's on the podcast like about page. But if not, it is the way freedom flies at protonmail.com or proton.me, whichever one you like to do. It's the way freedom flies, though. I use Proton Mail for uh, all of the the way freedom flies stuff. So feel free to reach out to me there. And uh, one thing, but we. So I think that doing doing this, I want to go on one thing is that we're going to be solution oriented through a lot of this. And I got to get back to it, right? God, God said you got to have a positive podcast, be solution oriented, and do stuff, right? So let's think about solutions. There's a lot of problems here, right? A solution is is look at how Trump's being American first. We don't all like it. We look at the poll numbers though, and Trump is gaining gaining some steam here, and I expect that as people start realizing other ca- other potential candidates that run out aren't really the best fit. I think people like the new uh, taste of lollipop every single week, and they don't actually look at what the what the what's actually in the lollipop until they found out it's not good, right? And that is that is very interesting to me. One thing I like to switch to right now is. There was somebody posted this video on Twitter or uh, of a lady on TikTok talking about Agenda 31. And I will post this in the description below. And she, or Agenda 2030, right? And she, I think she's a psychologist or whatever else, but I, I've been saying this for a while um, is that the world elites are. <laughs> Are having issues. It's not going to plan, right? The agendas, she said, the agenda twenty thirty server is malfunctioning. They are going out of whack just to try to push things, and that's one thing that uh, you kind of see is that we are in a a time period where nothing's really kind of new. Things like this have happened before. There's been you know, rulers and everything else before that have done certain things. Everyone's like, oh, you know, we have all this transgender and this, you know, um, sexual society. Well, that's that's been there in the Roman Empire and stuff. That's That's been there before. We, we've seen these things, and it takes a strong ability to help clean it up a strong people the christian body has to get back to it we're seeing a lot more revivals and the whole agenda 2030 that it's malfunctioning right we're seeing it just malfunction at so many levels 
they they are now out in the open with it because they can't hide it anymore. And people are like, wait, this is true. They started, the malfunction started when COVID hit. And the reason why I say that, say that, that is the major turning point in all of this. Because what has happened is like people like me and you that probably listen to this and been in this fight for way longer than 20 20 right that start that pivotal start is that this is going through now and everyone is seeing it we are now past that point where everyone's like oh wait the mask didn't work the shots don't work and, and now people are like we're seeing people die because of the shots is this a ticking time bomb in me or did i hopefully be able to do this now me personally, if I, I did not take the shot, but if I were you, if someone that took it, I would um, be asking God to heal me of that, right? That's that's me. I, I believe fully in what God's healing is able to do, you know, in all of that stuff. It is, I think it's crucial to involve him in these things because I, I, I don't trust medicine, I've, I think I've mentioned it here before. I, we, my wife and I have, we've had a preemie daughter. We get to see, I got to see firsthand how medicine all works and be in meetings with people in a hospital very high up, heads of departments and everything else, and see there is no, the the authority is God. Right, it is. There is no authority of every, of a doctor. The doctor doesn't really have authority. A doctor is practicing. And scientist is research. Is not. This is the science. There's nothing like that, right? And doctors are. They're just a practice, right? You're going to somebody that's practicing. There's no a hundred percent certainty that this is how it's going to turn out. In fact, if if you want somebody to help heal you. You're going to the Lord. You're going to look for something else, right? There's then going to a doctor. Doctor puts you on medication for years, and then what is it? The average person dies with like 15 medications now? Well, aren't you trying to help somebody um, get healed instead? Why? Are, so why are they dying with so many medications? And we have to think about this where the the whole malfunction is people are starting to see all of this side of things. So this whole agenda that they're trying to push is being destroyed at a level of magnitude where they can't keep up, right? They're, they're trying to now pack in solutions to things that they didn't think people would be able to do. They sped up their, when Trump got elected, they kind of sped up things. They were, they were already starting to do the speeding up with Obama and, you know, Bush was kind of slow. We can keep everyone with the war there. And with Obama, they started speeding up a little bit more. And then all of a sudden with Trump, this cannot happen again. We have to prevent it. That's when you had all of the, hey, this uh, this voting machine, you know, company there. Remember the voter fraud talk after Trump won because the machines malfunctioned, in my opinion, um, I, I do write software. I, I, I have a good knowledge of how to write software. In my opinion, there was software in there to be able to do certain things. And 
it didn't know how to handle what was going on in the 2016 election. That's just me personally. So that's how it's there. That's how it kind of happened. Maybe there was something else. Maybe there was divine intervention, which I also think is probably something that happened too. Um, I, I, God is very capable of doing many a multitude of things. So th that's just kind of where I'm going for. But this is happening, uh, and the malfunction is happening. We are getting solutions here because the body of Christ is starting to come back into revival. Um, it, it's not just because we're all here, right, praising God. It's because we're getting back in. We're starting to look look for God. We're starting to see what He's, you know, doing in our lives and following Him and being a part of this, you know. Instead of just going to church and expecting and hearing the good news. Yeah, it's great news. And if you're a baby Christian and everything else, great on you, right? Good for you to get start and get involved in the church. But a lot of other people, um, it's it, there's good news, but there's a war going on. You know, there's demons. There are angels. We have to be able to fight. And we are God's people being able to do it. And sitting on the sidelines while the evil gets to take over is not going to have a good outcome it is allowing evil to approach on where god stands oh, we were in bible study last night and you know one thing we're we're going through and i was reading the study for this week and one thing i was thinking about is the lord's prayer you know the lord's prayer is interesting right we have all these demons on earth right satan cast to hell or cast onto earth right everything there because of adam and eve in the beginning right if you don't know the story go go through the bible i think it's very interesting and uh, how that all happened but in, in essence right the lord's prayer thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven right god doesn't want there to be just a separation of his kingdom but he wants his kingdom to be down here on earth we are supposed to be helping it bring here jesus was here for that he was teaching us he was helping us to be able to do things and to see what god is capable of and what we're able to do we have the holy spirit we have jesus we have that holy trinity so let's use it let's be solution oriented God is going to give all of us, he, well, he's already given us, right? And, and he gives us guidance and abilities that we're being able to do. I am not um, the best at everything. But what I'm, what I'm supposed to be good at is I hopefully I'm improving on it each and every day. And so one thing I've been thinking about is that we have to be more, be more solution-oriented on things. How do we fix things? How do we get back to getting God you know, in the classrooms, getting God back into the courtrooms, getting God back into government, right? It's not supposed to be the separation of of government from church, or it's, it's supposed to be the separation of government from the church, right? The government's not supposed to be in the church, but the church is supposed to be in the government, there's supposed to be belief of everything else. We are not a government that's just supposed to be, hey, you know what, we, we have to just think about what the morals are. No, the morals are the biblical standing of the church. The morals are that, you know, what God had created. And that's why we need the church 
inside government, and we need the government outside of the church. The government has nothing to do with the church. The church has everything to do with the government. You, you can't tell me that a lot of this country here in the United States wasn't just, you know, didn't or didn't just have nothing to do with God. There's a lot of, you know, th the strongest military at the time, for some reason, wasn't able to uh, destroy these 13 colonies. There, there's a lot of stuff that happened that is that doesn't make much sense. And if we can get this country back on its tracks, it, it's like a derailment that happened, right? The train derailment. It is off. And there's been a lot of derailments. There's been a lot of fires and everything else. They, The government's trying to systematically destroy this country, I feel like, with the fires and everything else. You can't tell me that all these fires just happening every single day and train derailments are all just... It's just a normal way of life. We hadn't, haven't had this before, but now we're having it all the time. There's something going on here. What is it? Is it evilness in the world trying to take over? I think so. At this point, I consider government part of the evilness. If you're in government and everything else and you are a good person, guess what? You're going to have to fight a lot of evil on a daily basis. That's just the way it is. You look at Project Veritas. Project Veritas, James O'Keefe, right? He was putting out a lot of good stuff. Ha happened to be the whole Pfizer thing on what they were doing and how evil that vaccination was. Where is he today? He got kicked out of Project Veritas. He was Project Veritas. I don't know how dumb the board is, but they're pretty dumb. I don't know everyone on the board, but uh, I know that... Steve Bannon's warm room, they're not allowed on there anymore. And I'm just thinking about it. Just going through and thinking about how you go through somebody that created the company and that is known synonymously with it, right? James O'Keefe is Project Veritas, even though he had a lot of people working for him, everything else. He was it. And now it comes out that the board tried to spin it. Oh, yeah, he resigned. No, he was let go. He was fired. It was the board's doing in that. So now the board is caught lying. I have a question for you guys. Why is there people still following Project Veritas? Why do you... Is there anyone still donating to Project Veritas? Because... I'd like to know what you think is going to come with it. Do you think that there's going to be truth coming from Project Veritas coming forward? The huge bombshell of Pfizer and everything else. Now, at this point, the board said that James went too far and every other BS that they've kind of said about this. You're going to trust Project Veritas to have verifiable good information going forward. I, I'd like to know if you have if you've had a mental illness here recently, because that doesn't make any sense. You are now part of not getting a solution done. Since Project Veritas is decided to go down the path of siding with the evilness, right? This, this board decided, okay, we cannot have all this negative information to get out there. That's what they did. Here it is. We are moving, we're moving away from James O'Keefe. Maybe there's, you know, maybe there's something wrong with James O'Keefe. I don't know. But according to what the board's doing, 
right? If you look from the outside looking in, after a big story, they decide to put him on leave and then fire him. After something big breaking about Pfizer, about the negative things about the vaccine and everything else. It just seems to me that if you really wanted to um, make sure that it was accurate information, you would have James O'Keefe on there. You would have kept him. You would have pushed out more stories if you had him about Pfizer and kept snow, snowballing this press about how bad it is because of what happened. Instead, you cut it off. It sure seems to me that um, uh, you, you are a little corrupt yourself. And that is something that is is not a great look for Project Veritas moving forward. You look it out. It makes James O'Keefe look like he was really being honest all the time. It makes people want to go follow James O'Keefe because of what he stood for, right? Obviously, if somebody came to the board or whatever with Project Veritas and said, hey, this is this is what we want to do, you need to fire James O'Keefe or we're not donating or whatever, or you're not getting a cut of money, however it is, it, it seems that way. Just from the outside looking in, I have no internal details, but you put yourself at a disadvantage when you don't go through and actually say, hey, this is kind of what it is. I, it's baffling to me <laughs> why somebody would go through this because it doesn't make any sense. Hopefully, James O'Keefe does it, uh, changes everything else, right? The evilness socked us in the face this week with James O'Keefe uh, getting rid of it in Project Veritas, right? They took it over. What's the solution? Maybe James is doing something else. What's another solution? Make sure you don't donate money to Project Veritas. Make sure you f have Project Veritas basically. Uh, and there's, James O'Keefe said this, there's people that work there that are good people. But at the same time, if you just go off and no more donations, no more um, uh, of the of following them and everything else, you're going to have, eventually they're going to get the result of saying, hey, this is, this is not, um, we, we screwed up. And I think that is a huge benefit going forward is, yeah, they screwed up. And let's make sure that they understand that they screwed up. We do it to Trump. There's a whole bunch of people out there that supported Trump in 2016. They go... We don't like his stance on where, what he says about the vaccine today. That's great. But you're not willing to do it when it comes to Project Veritas and everything else. We don't want to accept some people. Did, um, did Jesus go through and not want to accept people? Pretty sure he upset some people in the Bible. Last time I read it, it was at least. You, David, David and Goliath, right? You can't do that. You can't kill the Goliath. You can't take on Goliath. You're just a boy. We gotta take on Goliath here. 
But let's not just diddy-dally around. Just sit there on our hands. We all got a part to play. Biden's over there trying to fall downstairs. <laughs> He's trying to climb upstairs, but he fell down again on the stairs. That was caught on video. I had a friend say, you've never been in, in training for walking upstairs, for the presidential walk upstairs. How do you know how hard difficult it is? <laughs> kind of funny there. But it happens, right? There is things going on right now that he's in Poland, landed, went to Ukraine. That's where he was. Where's Trump? Trump was in East Palestine for being there, being for America. That's that's where what it should be, right? That's where you need to be. This. The whole government apparatus needs to be shrunk, needs to be able to go forward. We need to negotiate. We need to have strong negotiators to be able to do this. We're not increasing the debt ceiling, but we are going to change it. Here, here's what you do if you... I get that there might be something that we have to do corrected. I think there's other ways, but let, let's put this negotiating out there. Here's what we're going to do. If you want to... Increase the debt ceiling so we go through and don't default in debt, whatever else. The income tax is gone. We will have a national sales tax, 30%. We are eliminating the DOE, the Department of Education, and we're cutting all staffs in the federal government by 50%. All funding is cut by 50%. That is on the table today. If you want to agree to it, we'll work through it. Say, I agree to it, and we'll work out all... The details and everything else, getting rid of the tax code. The DOE is pretty simple and everything. Done. Get that passed. We'll have two weeks to pass it all. We'll get through it. We'll pass it through the House and the Senate. Just tell everyone, all your members that you agree to it. For everyone that we need to vote on it, say, I will sign it. Afterwards, and make sure it's all signed. Fine. Done. If you decide not to want to do this, and you're going to punt and you're going to wait, we'll be asking for more later. I think that we're, there's a few other things that we like to do to ask for that. And we're going to also ask for certain resonations in your cabinet as well, if that's the, what, what you want to be able to do. We'll also ask for all, all other um, departments to be eliminated in our next negotiation standpoint. Let's be some hardball negotiations. Let's stand up for what we believe in. Let's bring God back into places where he needs to be. With that, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for supporting the way freedom flies. Until next time, I'm praying for all of you out there, and God bless.